0: Doctor Who has been around for nearly 60 years, and throughout this time, it's gone through some incredible highs and all-time lows. Let's talk about the lows. I'm Will for Who Culture, and here are the 10 most controversial Doctor Who episodes of all time. 10. The Deadly Assassin. During Tom Baker's third season as The Doctor, the show began testing the waters regarding how far it could go, which resulted in a story called The Deadly Assassin. This four-parter was flagged by one outraged critic, Mary Whitehouse, who claimed it showed excessive Graphic violence being dished out and received by the Doctor. Whether it was the Doctor appearing to shoot the Time Lord President or the Master appearing as a horrific rotten skeleton in what one critic called one of the most revolting images presented on Tea Time TV, the show had certainly taken a darker turn. This is perhaps best encapsulated by the infamous cliffhanger of the Doctor being held down in a river on the verge of drowning before cutting to the end credits. The last image of the Doctor being essentially waterboarded was deemed so controversial that after White. House publicly campaigned against it, the BBC issued an apology and cut out the sequence in repeats. While it may have been pushing the boundaries of what was acceptable for primetime television, it is also worth noting that White House was guilty of pushing her own agenda in the form of her ultra-conservative and bigoted views during this era. 9. The Time of the Angels slash Flesh and Stone Stephen Moffat's season 5 two-parter Time of the Angels slash Flesh and Stone is arguably one of his best yet most controversial stories during his time as a showrunner. Perhaps the most notorious, albeit unintentional, controversy occurred during Matt Smith's dramatic monologue in the final few minutes of The Time of Angels, as an animated Graham Norton danced across the screen, advertising his new show, Over the Rainbow. While this was an unintentional goof from the BBC, it still attracted thousands of complaints and was mocked on Twitter by the likes of Simon Pegg and Charlie Brooker. However, it was Flesh and Stone, which featured two divisive plot points that rubbed some people the wrong way. The first, was the decision to show the previously static weeping angels moving at the climax of the episode. While it was a bold decision, it was ultimately disappointing to find out that these silent assassins move exactly like we do. The final polarizing moment was the last scene of the episode when Amy Pond basically proposed a one-night stand with the Doctor. This divided opinion, with some noting it was the 21st century, so people should not be shaming her for this, but others pointing out it was quite a strange plot point for a family show, and played into to the sexualized strippogram image of Amy we had been sold throughout the series. 8. Doctor Who, the television movie. Tonally, the 1996 TV movie featuring the 8th Doctor was a wild departure from the classic series and was a tough pill for many fans to swallow. While today the episode could barely be seen as controversial, at the time its more modern storytelling and the Americanization of a quintessentially English show resulted in a backlash from Whovians. Perhaps this may sound like an extreme reaction, but it does feel like the people behind this failed American pilot had never actually watched an episode of Doctor Who. One of the most unforgivable moments was a throwaway line that Paul McGann's Doctor utters about being half-human on his mother's side. This opened the floodgates to questions about why the episode was seemingly rewriting the character's history, even if it was probably just meant as a joke. And of course, there is the infamous kiss between the Doctor and Grace, a first in Doctor Who's history after his previous indifference to these urges. While this upset many at the time, it has paved the way for New Who's more romantic Doctor, as seen most notably in David Tennant's and Matt Smith's incarnations. 7. Kill the Moon Kill the Moon took perhaps the biggest risk in the revamped show's history concerning the character of the Doctor, and it was one that alienated some viewers and the Doctor's own companion, Clara. Halfway through the story, Peter Capaldi's Doctor leaves in his TARDIS, and in the process, forces Clara to make a decision on behalf of the human race, which not only causes a rift between them for the episode, but for the rest of the series. While you have to admire the show for taking such a big risk, it did divide an audience as to whether it was a good idea to manufacture such a hostile dynamic between the Doctor and Clara. The choice that Clara was forced to make revolved around whether or not she should kill the moon, and potentially also kill an alien that lay dormant in it. Clara fortunately made the right choice, and the unarmed winged creature emerges from the moon before laying another moon egg exactly the same size in its place. While many may have been rolling their eyes at this twist it is arguably no more preposterous than some of the doctor's other adventures that have graced our screen millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option i never really was a salad guy that's just not who i am but noom worked for me universally considered one of the worst episodes in the entire history of the show. The Twin Dilemma was dubbed by Russell T. Davies as the beginning of the end for classic Doctor Who. It is incredible to think that The Twin Dilemma was Colin Baker's first ever story, meaning he was fighting an uphill battle from the start. The intention was to make the sixth Doctor a more prickly incarnation and have him grow across the series. But the execution was terrible. Baker's job was made even harder by having to follow what is often lauded as one of the show's strongest stories, The Caves of Androzan which waved farewell to the Fifth Doctor. The story is marred with controversy, from the Doctor's abrupt standoffish manner to the infamous Technicolor Dreamcoat, which made Peter Davidson's cricket attire look subtle in comparison. And this is before we even get to the Doctor strangling Perry on the floor of the TARDIS, in what could be the Time Lord's lowest ever moment. Five, love and monsters. The extremely polarizing reaction surrounding love and monsters is perhaps the hardest to understand. While for some, it was a breath of fresh air, for others, it was a source of embarrassment in the modern show's history. Focusing on the positives, it took a bold risk telling an episode from the perspective of one-off character Elton Pope and sidelining the Doctor and Rose, as well as experimenting with an already successful formula and focusing on a surprisingly emotional story. Arguably, without this story, we would never have got Blink, which was another Doctor and Companion Light episode revered by all. However, most people point to Peter Kay's hammy acting or the rather rubberish Azorbalov suit he wore as the downfall of the episode. Kay even admitted that when he saw the episode, he thought, oh my God, I'm a big green lizard running around Cardiff. Still, this was nothing compared to the boy who designed the Azorbalov for a Blue Peter competition and was ultimately disappointed that the creature was not the size of a double-decker bus as he had envisioned. The moment that seems to have struck a chord with most was the brief risque joke as Elton believes that his girlfriend Ursula's head has been fused to a paving slab, but noting that they still have a bit of a love life. While there were a few that thought this was not fit for primetime family TV, it really is no worse than some of the Disney jokes for adults that would also have gone straight over most kids' heads. Four. The Talons of Wang Chiang. The Talons of Wang Chiang is considered one of the classic episodes, not just of Tom Baker's era, but the show's history. However, this may be the ultimate example of history catching up with the show, as in parts, the episode is almost unwatchable. The story sees the Doctor in the middle of a Victorian mystery, complete with a Sherlock deerstalker hat, but with Chinese stereotypes sprinkled throughout the episode. One character in particular, Li Hseng Chang, was clearly inspired by the fictional Chinese villain, and product of the... Yellow Peril Fear Gripping America, Dr. Fu Manchu. In both cases, white actors were called upon to play these villains, donning yellow face and exaggerated Chinese accents to match. Its excessive use of yellow face and offensive attitude towards Chinese culture has caused such controversy by 21st century standards that in most of its formats it is now preceded by a warning. 3. The Timeless Children. One way to cause instant controversy is to play around with the 50-plus year mythology of Doctor Who, and no New Who has been accused of contradicting and overwriting the mythology as much as the Timeless Children. While the Russell T. Davis, Stephen Moffat era played fast and loose with the Time Lords, wiping them out one second, then reintroducing them the next, perhaps this episode touched a nerve because it directly rewrote the history of the Doctor. The revelation that the Doctor was the titular Timeless Child, who had lived many lives and was the template that Time Lords are based on is something which is still heavily contentious among Huvians today. The controversy has been blown up greatly, but has angered some due to the implication that it rewrites the incarnation count of the Doctor, potentially meaning the first Doctor could well be the 76,000th. This can all be arguably traced back to Moffat, who introduced a previously unseen incarnation called the War Doctor in the name of the Doctor, meaning technically the ninth Doctor is the 10th, and so on so forth. However, with at least one more season of Jodie Whittaker's Doctor to come, there is time for this timeless child story to be expanded on satisfyingly. 2. Dimensions in Time Although technically not an official episode of Doctor Who, this 12-minute charity special crossover has such an infamous reputation that it was still voted the worst serial of the show's history in a 1998 Doctor Who magazine poll. It lives in controversy due to the baffling decision to cross the sci-fi show with EastEnders for the sci-fi show's 30th anniversary, which seemed to imply Albert Square and Gallifrey coexist in the same universe. The only thing the two shows share is that they were both big BBC programs, which is why they were shamelessly cobbled together for BBC's Children in Need. But there was no fan of either show that was satisfied by this Frankenstein's monster, as well as proving to be a cringeworthy script and shot like an amateur student film, it was jarring to see the five actors playing the Doctor channeling various degrees of enthusiasm, and most of whom were visibly much older than their last on-screen appearance. It may seem unfair to pick on this episode, as it was technically not canon after all, and was for a good cause, but it is a constant source of embarrassment for fans who would prefer it did not exist at all. One... Victory of the Daleks. While Stephen Moffat's time as showrunner was a divisive period in the show's history, one of his strengths was realizing that people had tired of the over-reliance on Daleks during the Russell T Davies era and sought to rectify this during his tenure. While the Daleks were only retired in Moffat's second season, and even then there was still a Dalek cameo in The Wedding of River Song, Victory of the Daleks attempted to reinvent the metal meanies. The resulting design in the episode was a bold reimagining to say the least, which saw the the previous bronze design upgraded to every color of the rainbow. The upgrade was partly practical, as the older models were dwarfed by both Matt Smith and Karen Gillen, and the new Daleks were designed to be taller to accommodate for this. While the designs were admirable for their looming stature and playing homage to the multicolored Daleks of the Peter Cushing movies, they were also ridiculed by many sections of the fanbase. Whether it was people picking apart their weird hunchback stature or comparing the bright colors to the Teletubbies, Moffat was forced to make a U-turn and bring back the previous bronze models after having Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt Now imagine them getting even softer over time dominated these ones in this episode.